Air now has two premier cannabis dispensaries in the greater Boston area. Airback Bay is conveniently located in the heart of Boston at 827 Boylston Street across from the Prudential Center, serving adult-use customers. Or check out Air Watertown, located near Watertown Square at 48 North Beacon Street, serving medical patients and adult-use customers. Our team is eager to help you choose from a wide assortment of premium cannabis products. Join us in the air, spelled A-Y-R, in Back Bay, Watertown, or online. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit forming. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It is against the law to drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact Poison Control Hotline at 1-800-222-1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR283946, MR283886, Watertown Medical License Number RMD325. B-Pod Studios. The Felger Mass Podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Who's going to be crowned the NBA's best? Not Boston. It's Denver or Miami. The fight for the title is on, and you can join the NBA Finals action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can place a $5 bet during the NBA Finals and score up to $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can take a shot at the bigger payouts with the DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, place your stepped-up same-game parlay by combining three or more bets from any NBA Finals game. Boost your NBA winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Sign up with the promo code SPORTSHUB. New customers can place a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SPORTSHUB. Hope is here. 800-327-5050 or gamblinghelplinema.org. Must be 21 plus. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com. Physically present in Massachusetts. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in and 10 plus leg required. For 100% boost, eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. Air now has two premier cannabis dispensaries in the greater Boston area. Airback Bay is conveniently located in the heart of Boston at 827 Boylston Street across from the Prudential Center, serving adult-use customers. Or check out Air Watertown, located near Watertown Square at 48 North Beacon Street, serving medical patients and adult-use customers. Our team is eager to help you choose from a wide assortment of premium cannabis products. Join us in the air, spelled A-Y-R, in Back Bay, Watertown, or online. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit-forming. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It is against the law to drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with the consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact Poison Control Hotline at 1-800-222-1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR283946, MR283886, Watertown Medical License Number RMD325. Sports Hub. Now, the show you'll be talking about. That was not me hemming and hawing. In therapy. Socks! Socks, stop, stupid socks. It's Felger and Mass, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook on 98.5 The Sports Hub. Fourth and final hour here, Felger and Maz. The Mike's out today. I think he'll be back tomorrow. Jimmy, he's back tomorrow, isn't yeah. he? 
At least that's as far what this, as I know, yes. But the okay. schedule says. Okay, so, you know, you never know. I suppose he could get hung up on an airplane or an airport somewhere. Well, then he'll be remote from Florida or wherever, the vineyard. Okay, but uh, but the plan is for Mike to be back tomorrow. Murray's alongside Jim. Joe Murray here to give us headlines. Joining us now via the Volkswagen Dealers Expert Hotline, Greg Bedard, Boston Sports Journal, covering the OTAs, covering the Patriots. Uh, regular contributor to Felger and Maz, the big boy, formerly known as the big boy. So, Greg, tell us, what did you? Uh, what was the big takeaway for you at, at OTAs? Well, I mean, I, I think the big takeaway was, like, where the hell are the wide receivers? Like, I mean, when you're going out there and it's Trey Nixon and Kayshawn Boutte as, like, your number one receivers, I mean, you know, there are a lot of people missing. I've never seen that before. I mean, you know, Devontae Parker was down on the rehab field. Um Bill Belichick had said earlier that Juju Smith-Schuster is here, but we didn't see him. Um, no Kendrick Bourne. I mean, that was it was definitely uh, it was definitely odd that uh, that he wasn't there. And I would say my uh, that they all weren't there. And then I would say the other big takeaway was Christian Gonzalez was there, and he was right into the uh, number one cornerback spot. Uh, the last time you, you were on, talking about those OTAs, last week, uh, Mac Jones kind of off by himself, you said at times. What other observations did you make of him this week in terms of uh, any collaboration he had with the head coach or Bill Bryan? What was the what were the Mac Jones takeaways? Nothing with the head coach. I will say, well, Belichick was a bit involved more. Last week he was more just sort of observing and taking a lot of notes. Today he was... He was more involved. Um, I, as far as Mac Jones, I would say the thing that st- stood out about him today was just his uh, his demeanor, his excitement level. He was he was in a really really good mood uh, today. I mean, you know, make of that what you will. Um, but there a lot of hooting and hollering and and cheering along. He was he was having a grand old time. I mean, they didn't do a ton on offense. Belichick had said they had run a lot of plays. Uh, the day before, got a lot of good work in that they were going to tempo it down today. Um, shocker with the media out there for uh, when they tempo it down. Um, but more situational stuff that they worked on today. But, you know, Mac Jones was uh, it was in a dandy mood. My best mood I've seen in a very long time out of him. Okay, so, so Greg, you understand why we're all interested in this part of it. So you're saying the interaction between Bill and Jones today, there was more of it? No, I didn't see any. I, it wasn't – I didn't see any. Okay, so, all right. I thought you yep. said that maybe Bill was involved a little bit more. He was. He was involved in the actual plays a little bit more, but not as you know as far – more of like refereeing or say we're moving on to the next situation, like that kind of thing. Okay, so listen, as you know, and I'm sure you saw that Burt Breer, I tweeted something akin to what you reported last week, which is to say that there has been no real uh, come-to-Jesus meeting or discussion between Bill – and Mac Jones, and uh, first of all, you know, anything to add to Burt's report, and then do you think that this is basically what it's going to be? And when I say that, Greg, I mean, has the offense effectively just been handed to Bill O'Brien, and Bill's going to stay out of the way? Is that how you're reading it? Uh, yeah, I guess I would I would say that. I mean, we just don't know. Um, you know, I'm sure Belichick and O'Brien have, you know, interactions on the direction, you know, what you want to, what do you want to work on? Like, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, nothing to add on, you know, Burt's reporting. I mean, I, I've kind of been there for, you know, a couple of weeks that, you know, it, it definitely looks like these guys are just, I wouldn't say avoiding each other. They're just, 
you know, they they haven't had the hard conversations. I don't think they're going to have the hard conversations because, you know, of who Bill is at this point in his career. And I think Mac is just basically like, look, just you know, leave me, me and Billy O alone, and and we'll we'll handle the offense. I mean, I you know, I I don't know if I quite agree with um, Burt's reporting that um, that Mac Jones is you know definitely sort of the the starter, and mm-hmm. he would have to fall off a lot. And Bailey Zappi, I mean, it was definitely Max. It was more Max job today than it was in the first practice, and and I think. You know he's he's on a course to be the starter the opening day and all that stuff, but it's it's really going to matter how the offense plays, how Mac Jones plays. I still don't think that you know Bill is going to to bat an eye if if he doesn't think Mac is getting the job done. He's turning the ball over, then he'll go to Zappy. And I got to say, you know Zappy looks he looks really comfortable executing um, the play fakes and things like that. I would say his timing and his fakes are a little bit better. Um, the Mac Jones and you know how much that means. Who knows? But if I'm hearing you right, they didn't divvy up the starter reps. It was all Mac Jones today. No, it was all Mac Jones. But they didn't do a whole lot today. It was mostly like four minute offense. You know, sort of run out the clock, con- convert a little bit, a little bit of hurry up. But you know, basically that's that's all. There. A little bit of run game. Like it was. It, they definitely dial it back today. And who were the tackles, Greg? How the offensive line look? It was Calvin Anderson and Riley Reef. No Trent Brown uh, again at this practice. Um, you know Cole Strange uh, at left guard until he got in a little scuffle, and you know Andrews at center, and you know a combination of guys like uh, you know Bill Murray and other guys at right guard, and then um, Riley Reef at right tackle. Bill, are you uh, Bill? Uh, Greg, are you yes. worried? Are you <laughs> are you worried at all about the line? Um. Yes. Uh, yes, but not. I, I'm not. I'm not obsessed with it because, look, a good coordinator can figure things out. Like as long as they know what they have, then you can. A good coordinator can scheme around things. So if Trent Brown comes back and they're a little bit weak at right tackle, they can figure that out. Like it's it's not a big deal. Now, was I more worried about it when Matt Patricia and Joe Judge were running things? Yes. But Bill O'Brien is fully capable of dealing with that if it comes to it. But, you know, you're, you're asking for trouble with, you know, relying on Trent Brown, who hasn't been here, at least when we've been out there, and Calvin Anderson, who's more of a swing guy, and Riley Reef, who's very much at the end of the line. You know, City Sal's getting a chance at right tackle, you know, with the, with the backups. But, you know, I, I'm not sure he's going to be quite ready, but he definitely has some good skills. But, yeah, you're playing with fire with that group, for okay. sure. So, I, And I know Murray just asked you about the personnel there. I'm trying to gauge your level of concern over it. And, and when you say that, you know, you have Bill O'Brien now. Isn't it really going to fall more to Adrian Clem? Um, not really. I mean, the, the way the Patriots do things, it's really, you know, the offensive coordinator. He works hand-in-hand with the offensive, uh, offensive line coach who often is responsible for, you know, setting the blocking schemes and stuff like that within the game plan. But, you know, if, if Bill O'Brien knows he's weak at right tackle, then, you know, he puts a tight end over there, gets somebody in motion. Like, there are ways to deal with those things. And spinning the dial as far as what you do on offense, like all that stuff can mitigate – weaknesses at tackle. Um, So, you know, I feel good about O'Brien being able to do that. 
So last week, Greg, you mentioned uh, Marte Mapu is one of the rookies yep. that caught your eye, and you mentioned that Kristen Gonzalez out there today. Have any other rookies, at least today, caught your eye? Yeah, I definitely um, noticed Keon White uh, more today. Uh, apparently, I missed him last week. I mean, it's, it was throwing me off because um, Ronnie Perkins and Keon White are both blue 51s, and they play somewhat similar positions. And so I got a little bit lost last week, but I definitely noticed White today. You know, big dude, he, he is sort of playing along, you know, Dietrich Wise's type position with the backups, but, you know, a forceful guy. I, you know, Mapu stood out again. The first week he was out there with the starters as a sub-linebacker, which caught my eye. Today he was almost exclusively at safety, again, with the red jersey coming back from surgery. But he made one play where he was pl- sort of playing middle of the field. He was in the middle of the field as a safety. There was a, there was a, a f- pass in the flat, and he absolutely flew over to the back. And, you know, it's, it's been a long time since, um, you know, Kyle Duggar does that at times, you know, when he's, when he's just playing and not, and not thinking too much. But I thought it was impressive speed to see Mapu do that. And uh, he's def- definitely going to be somebody to watch early on in the season once he gets healthy. So, Greg, you mentioned Gonzalez. I think the last time we spoke with you, he wasn't even on the field, right? Yeah. So, and, and now I'm, I'm reading from your uh, post on Boston Sports Journal uh, where you say, Gonzalez immediately assumed the number one cornerback spot opposite Jonathan Jones. Uh, Jack Jones was in the second group. So I, when you say number one cornerback, I'm assuming you mean that he was on the left side. Yep. Okay. And Jones was at? Um, right, right cornerback. Right, okay. Um, and Jalen not, Mills and other people. It was very. It was a safety-heavy day as far as slot cornerback. Okay, because there's been a lot of speculation, Greg, that Jonathan Jones is going to end up at safety, but the way they were configured today was at right corner. Do you think that's the best way for them to go? Uh, I think that the best way for them to go is Gonzalez, if he's the real deal, at left, Jack Jones at right, um, and Jonathan Jones in the slot, who I think Jonathan Jones has always been one of the best um, slot cornerbacks in the league, one of the toughest positions that you know a lot of people don't uh, understand how hard that position is. And, and I, think, I think that's their best group. Now, Marcus Jones, we haven't seen much of him. He's been in the rehab group. Um, you know, most of the time, how does he factor in a slot? Because, you know, or even offensively, uh, we don't know any of that, uh, that stuff yet. Hey, Greg, who's taking over for Devin McCourty at the safety position? They're rotating guys. They're taking a long look. I, you know, Maz mentioned Jonathan Jones that people were like, he could play safety. I don't think I've seen him play one snap of safety in the two practices that have been open to us. Um, it's all been, you know, Kyle Duggar, it's been the, all their guys. They've been sort of rotating them through, you know, Adrian Phillips and, and uh, Duggar and uh, uh, Peppers and Jalen Mills and even Joshua Bledsoe has been in. This is really one of those, you know, teaching OTAs where they're, they're mixing and matching, looking at it on film, and that will help them set the course once they get to training camp. Okay, Greg, I want to I jump back to something you said at the very beginning when I asked you for – uh, you know, your biggest takeaway from uh, today's OTA, you said the absence of wide receivers. What would be a possible explanation for that? In other words, when you look at it and you say, because I think in your write-up you said something like you're not sure you've ever seen that. Yeah. So what, Yeah, I've, what, ne- I've never seen that before. Okay. The, you know, you get out there and, like, none of your veteran receivers are out there. Uh, if I had to uh, manufacture a guess, 
you know, speculate what yeah, you guys like to do on yeah, the yeah, show. No, 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 no. We don't like to do it. We insist on it. <laughs> I'll give you one run of the mill and one, you know, out of left field. The run of the mill thing is they ran a lot of plays yesterday. Those guys, uh, they asked a lot of them. They got worn out, and they just said, take the day off. That's probably the most likely thing. Okay, tell me the other uh, one. If you were looking for a conspiracy theory yes. or something like that, Definitely. a bunch of guys went out last night, maybe were late today or something like that. Okay. I, I have no idea about that. Again, I'm just I'm just trying to feed you uh, some nonsense. Okay, I was going to ask you if maybe it had anything to do with Bill hiding the passing game from the media. Is there anything? Oh, yeah. God, God <laughs> forbid, yeah. I mean, there's, there's so much stuff there that uh, – Top secret stuff that's going on on the football field. Well, football plays that have never been run before. Why? Well, I'm not saying that I believe that. I'm just saying it feels <laughs> like something he would do, Greg. That's all. Uh, yeah, we got to hold it back because we're going to unleash <laughs> a totally new thing in this season. It's okay. going to be awesome. And, and from what? I, oh, I, I'd be, I would be uh, neglectful or remiss if I didn't ask you about the big fight. So why don't you tell me about the fight? Oh yeah, um, the media doesn't love anything more than a. Than a run-of-the-mill OTA little shoving match. I mean, you know, look, it was Cole Strange and and Barmore, uh, Anthony Jennings mixed it up. There were, you know, some punches thrown, like some some th- punches thrown a little bit. Uh, David Andrews and I think Barmore mixed it up, but you know, Bill obviously didn't think too much of it because he usually kicks guys out of practice um, for it. And you know, those guys had to take a seat for a few plays, but. Um, you know, it's just it's typical football stuff. Not a big deal. Okay. Before we let you go, can I just tell you that I, I listened to the whole Belichick presser, and I'm, <laughs> I, I'm curious as to someone, uh, you know, again, someone who covers the sport regularly and, you know, uh, has made a career out of exploring the minutiae. I found Belichick's presser today com- to be completely and totally worthless, utterly useless, and an astonishing bore. Is that how you took it? Yeah, almost, I would say, 90% of his press conferences are like that, and they're obviously by design. But I will say this, you know, uh, and I'm sure the NFL made him do this, but let's give Bill props. He is opening up another OTA either Thursday or Friday. Of course, we don't know yet. Uh, I can guess it's probably going to be Friday since they said they're going to go harder on Thursday, but they are opening up another OTA to the media this week, possibly to make up for uh, special teams uh meeting gate oh okay all right and you think that that so do you think the league told them uh, you're gonna have to open another one up to the media because you were such a penis i i i don't think that bill <laughs> ever opens up anything to the media unless he is forced to okay there you go and i'm not i'm not saying that they use that exact terminology in any in any announcement or you know suggestion that they made i'm just curious yeah i mean uh you know, I think they should make Joe Judge have to dance for us or something, you know, right. to make up for it. All right, Punishing. Greg. Thanks, Thank, Greg. Thank you for your time. All right. See you guys. All see right. You. Again, Greg Bedard joining us on the Volkswagen Dealers Expert Hotline. Feels like kind of a dud of a day to me down there. Yeah, feels it. Yeah. Right? Sounds like things are great down there. I mean, I was hoping Greg would spice up the fight a little bit. Like, take advantage of it, Greg. Like, uh, give me some of the some of the juice and, you know, veteran football guy that he is. He just dismissed it as standard operating procedure down there and... OTAs. Anyway, 
Back with more of your calls on uh, Felger and Maz coming up next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using the promo code WBZMASS and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Massachusetts only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Play it smart from the start with GameSense. GameSenseMA.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-327-5050 or visit GamblingHelplineMA.org in partnership with MGM Springfield. Hey, it's Maz. With summer approaching, Rodenheiser Home Services can help prepare your home. In addition to AC maintenance and installation, schedule Rodenheiser to install landscape lighting, patio fans, or hook up a hot tub, gas grill, or outdoor fire pit. Add spigots or outdoor sprinklers to keep the lawn healthy. Extend your season by installing a pool heater. Be ready for summer storms and power outages with generator maintenance or installation. Book all your summer home services with Rodenheiser now at Rodenheiser.com. That's Rodenheiser Home Services. Nice people, great service. Since 19 19- 28. Yeah. and Maz continue on the Sports Hub. Draw will be in the Vegas zone. The crowd has been on its feet to celebrate the final horn for seemingly minutes. Face off one by walk. The Golden Knights kill the clock. And Stanley Cup final game two is over. 7 2. The Knights smack down the Florida Panthers. The Flamingos come onto the ice. And the Panthers skate off, trailing the series 2-zip. And the series will shift to South Florida for Game 3. The Knights have never been this close to a Stanley Cup championship. In 2018, they won the first game and then lost four in a row. Here in 2023, they have the first two wins of the series. And two wins away from the championship. That's how we began the day here on Felger and Maz. Bruce Cassidy and the Vegas Knights. Now two wins away from the Stanley Cup. I said this at the start of the program. I'll say it again. The Bruins didn't win when Cassidy was here as the coach either. So it's not like I can sit here and tell you they would have won the they would have won the Stanley Cup or they'd be in the finals if they had Cassidy instead of Jim Montgomery. But here's what I know. I'd rather have Bruce Cassidy's style than Jim Montgomery's style. That's what I would tell you, particularly as it pertains to the playoffs. Like when you look at the postseason and you look at what it requires to win, there's got to be a, a just a commitment from the players that is non-negotiable. It, there's got to be a level of investment there that it has to exist. And I think Jim, Jim Montgomery's style to me is too passive. And I said this at the end of the regular season, so it's as much a, a Montgomery story as it is a Bruce Cassidy story. I just think that there is nothing like the the road to the Stanley Cup in sports in terms of the commitment it takes. Not even the NFL. I mean, if you get the bye, Murray, it's three games. That's it. And between the conference championship and the Super Bowl, you get an extra week. So you get two weeks off before the first game, two weeks off before the last game. If you get the bye in the NFL, you only have to play two games in two weeks once that's it a regular schedule once the bounce back factor is just not all that great in hockey every other night yeah the whole thing's a war of attrition is what it is for two months every other night playing at warp speed collisions the every the game is just you know 10 times more 
demanding in the playoffs than it is during the regular season. It's just not the same level of speed, physicality, demand, grit, all of that. I will take a guy like Cassidy and his style. I should really phrase it that way. I would rather take Cassidy's style over Montgomery's style Every single time. Yeah, just I think it's ultimately more an indictment on the players, though, because that's what they wanted. They wanted the goofball over the red ass because the red ass's message got they got burnt out on it. And so, yeah, and look, and I'm sure that'll end up happening with uh, with Cassidy and Vegas at some point down the road too. But for now, right mix, right group, and it works. Yeah, I just think that right now they they Vegas is just out hitting them. They're bigger and they're better, and they're I'm not going to say they're better coached just yet. But right now, Cassidy has the advantage over Paul Maurice. But I said that early on in the in the Bruins series earlier on. So, uh, but I, I earlier, as you mentioned, the coaching style of Bruce Cassidy, I think it does work in a, a series like this. You mentioned the layoff and everything like that. That type of philosophy, the hard hitting, and just the fact that there's guys in the room that still grind and go right until the end of the game until the whistle. That style is better for the NHL and better for the Stanley Cup Final, where. I don't necessarily think Florida has that. I think they're trying to, you know, their best players trying to make plays or hits, trying to get the rest of the team motivated, and we'll see if that flips now when it goes to Florida. Yeah, I'll just say I don't think this is over yet because I think Florida can grind, and I think that's the only way to win a cup unless you're one of those, you know, teams that is so supremely talented that it doesn't matter. And now I'm talking about, you know, the Oilers in the 90s, the Islanders in the 80s, the Red Wings at the beginning of this millennium, whatever. And even then, you still have to grind through it. And I think, you know, here's my point. Jim Montgomery, you think he's going to last more than five years? No, probably not. Okay, they're gone either way. He's gone either way in five years. So I'll take the more intense guy every time. And and if that cuts the lifespan short by a year, so be it. I would rather have that. Brian's in Salem. Brian, go ahead. Hey, guys. I just want to touch on a caller about a half hour ago who said that it's going to be an incredible turnaround from the Patriots. I absolutely hate this narrative because we shot ourselves in the foot, or Bill shot us in the foot, with the asinine decision to bring in Patricia and Judge to be the offensive coaches. So when you fix something that was a problem you created, you should not get credit for it, and it is killing me. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get credit for it because, frankly, I don't think he's the one that fixed the problem. Right, it was it was the owner. It wasn't Bill's real decision to bring it. It doesn't feel like to me, the way he spoke about it, that Bill was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to get Bill O'Brien. No, Robert Kraft went and got Bill O'Brien. And at the end of the day, if Bill ends up breaking the Shula record and it's because Bill O'Brien saved Mac Jones and... And uh, his ass. Right, right, exactly, Murray. And, and also the personnel on top of it that... You know, they turned over some of the personnel to Macro or whoever else, or whether it's collaborative or what have you. Bill's sort of going to owe the the fact that he broke the record to other people. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be quick to acknowledge it. Oh, he never will. Not a million years, and <laughs> it'll, it'll never be painted that way. But the fact is that I, I think, you know, the thing has deteriorated under his watch over the last couple of years, and Robert's trying to bail his ass out. Not that I'm here to praise Robert for it, because at the end of the day, he's thinking about his franchise. So, but Bill needs the help, whether he wants to admit it or not. I'm not all that confident anymore that he's going to do the right thing. Mike is in Woburn. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, uh, so, like, look at Peter Laviolette, okay? Because you like, you say you like these hard-ass coaches, and that's fine. I do, too. I love Laviolette. Laviolette has, like, the shelf life of milk, okay? He's gotten, what, four teams, three teams to Stanley Cup Finals. But after that happens... The, the, the message, uh, you know, dissolves quickly, you know, and 
I don't think if you brought a lobby-elect guy in after Cassidy, I think you end up with the same issues because you end up with uh, a team that is you can't get enough out of the young kids for them to be successful. Yeah, that was the biggest issue. Okay, so for me, you needed you needed a different voice. It didn't have to be Montgomery, and you know what? To, to be honest. Montgomery and Cassidy both made the same mistake in play, in recent playoffs. Cassidy played a hurt Rask. Montgomery played a hurt um, Bergeron. So, oh, Albarque. Okay, and, good. And Bergeron. And, yeah, and and Bergeron. He, so there were there were things here that I think like eliminate the coach from unless he wanted to go to Swayman in that game six. I don't think they're winning. Because I think one of the things that, that happened was you had a, a, a cacophony of injuries at the wrong time of the season, and Sergei Bobrovsky decided to become a all-time goalie, which the clock struck midnight on that guy. You want okay, to have five okay, but, Mike, Mike, I'm going to put you on hold for one second because I think we're talking about separate things. I understand why Montgomery is here. I'm telling you that all things being equal, given the druthers, my choice, I think Montgomery's style is soft. I, I, and I don't think that, that ultimately that's going to serve you. I would rather have the coach who's a hard ass and last three years. So so when you say, like, how, how long is Laviolette going to last? How, do, how long do you think Montgomery's going to last? No, uh, but, you know, Matt, I don't, I don't disagree with you, okay? I don't disagree with you. But the thing is, is you can't go hard ass after hard ass. You can't go Mike Keenan and then, you know, uh, you know Laviolette and then another guy, another taskmaster. You're going to lose the team and you're going to grind them to nubs. You know what I mean? There's just you have to have some type of uh, um, thematic change in how guys coach. Contrast. You just can't go to drill, drill sergeant after drill sergeant. It just doesn't work, especially with a team where you're trying to build around veterans for the very for the last sort of gasp. You know, I, I can see why that a, a more um, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I get you. I, I get you. I understand why they did it. I also think they might have gone a little too far in the opposite direction. Because I, I think the whole approach at times was really kind of laughably soft. Laughably soft. And again, Murray, is you, to your point, maybe that's more of a, 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 of a reflection on the players. Yeah, I think it is. Okay, and that, that management, and I, I'm not saying that Neely and Sweeney did or did not do the right thing, but they looked at it and said, we got to go something different. Which is, again, what Mike and Wilburn is talking about. I'm just telling you, give me Cassidy any day of the week. If I have a hockey team, all things being equal, and I want to win the cup, and I can pick Cassidy or I can pick Jim Montgomery, I'm taking Cassidy every single time. I just think that his mentality prepares you better for the playoffs. So at the end of the postseason, independent of whether the Bruins set a record this year for wins and points or anything else, at the end of the playoffs, I looked at them and said, I don't know if this guy's the right guy to have for a playoff team. I don't know if he's the right guy to have when you want to make a run at the Cup. I just don't sense that there's the same sort of intensity or urgency there. With Cassidy, I know there is. I'd ra- I like that better. I like that better. Joe Murray's got your headlines. At Granger, we're for the ones who pay attention to every little detail. The ones who fuss, tinker, and sweat the small stuff. Because you know the tiniest thing can make the biggest difference when it comes to keeping business moving. We get it. We're the same way. Offering access to product experts to help you quickly and easily find what you need. So whatever your industry, you know you're always getting professional-grade products. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. We're back with more Selger and Matt. 
Uh, Bruce, I just want to come back on discipline. It's one thing to ask the players to be disciplined. It's another thing to get it. And how tough is it to make sure that, you know, you said you, you take a punch in the face and you have to take it? Well, But how much is it tough to make Mar sure that you get that's it? That's the Martinez, that's the Petrangelo's in the room, you know, that have won. They know. They know what the, 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 the journey, what it, what it involves. And you may get an opponent, an opponent where it's not required as much. Um, but, you know, typically it is. If you're going to play, a, 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 you know, a series and the temperature goes up, it's just going to be required. I think every guy understands that. Even the, Honestly, even the guys that haven't won, that've been in, you know, had previous experience, they know. They know. That's it. And you got to decide. And... And so that's that's on the, that's on the player, and, and good for our guys. Really good for our guys. Now, I think if it's projected from the coaching staff and the leaders, yes, that then it should be in you know you know kind of into the team. And I think it started with this team a long time ago. Um, guys, long before I got here, but it's certainly an area that we talked about all season. Like, stay off the refs. Uh, worry about your next shift. Play whistle to whistle. We feel that tonight, today's games, like t tonight's game, was a man's game. We've, we we can perform fine in those games. In fact, we can excel in those games, and our guys understand that. And a certain amount of excelling in those games is knowing there is going to be some hits you're going to get on the wrong side of, or some battles, and you know you got to make sure you hit back in those situations and and win your share of battles. And I think our guys are really good at that. Okay, that's Bruce Cassidy. I just like that message. And I also like the idea that it starts with your best players. And again, we don't cross sports. But isn't that the message that you'd love for the Celtics to absorb? Like, it's a series. It's a fight. Don't, don't bitch to the refs. Yeah, right. Yeah. All that. Like, I, I, I sort of, as soon as I heard that, don't get on the refs. I thought, oh, boy, the Celtics should listen to this. Not that it's the same thing. It's a different sport. But I think just I like Cassidy's mentality. I like the candor that he speaks with. I like all of that, and I, I get it. If you play for him, he probably wears you out because the guy just never lets up. I get it. I mean, I was telling you guys off air that I heard that some of the video stuff he was doing with DeBrusque, like really getting in his face about mistakes that that he was making uh, and pointing them out on video and probably basically like holding the guy's face right to the screen. So he's intense. It's going to freak you out. And in this day and age, a guy like him is considered psycho. I consider him a hockey coach. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's how it used to get done, but now you can't do that because then, you know, you might make someone a little upset. Yeah, and I'll, I'll take that sort of, you know. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a red ass over a cornball any day of the week. You can't win the cup without it, without that attitude. Now, if you have a team that doesn't need it, great. All the power to you. But if the attitude is in your coach as much as your players, fine, no problem. Like, that's okay. Because you, you, that's the way you got to be to win that trophy. I, I think it's, I really do think it's unlike anything else in sports. You know, and I admit, when we started this show a long, long time ago, I, it's not like I, I spent that much time watching hockey. I've invested in it, though, over the last 14 years. I try to watch every game I can. And I feel like I've learned a lot. I'm not saying I, I, I know a lot. I'm saying I've learned a lot which is different. There's nothing like it. The commitment that you need to make to win that championship is unlike anything else. I mean, then you end up hearing about all like the car crash type injuries that these guys deal with at the, uh, the postseason wrap up win or lose. And it's like, so many of them just like mentally kind of 
power through it or ignore it, which is just wild. You know, like cracked ribs, broken sternum, things of that nature. It's just insane. Yeah, if you don't have the attitude, you have no shot. Yeah, right. You're out in the first round. No shot. If you don't have the right attitude, you have no shot. Reds in Rhode Island. Go ahead, Red. Matt, how's it going? Um, I just wanted to point out with you guys, like, Jim Montgomery's a proven winner. He's won at every level he's been at. He's won an NCAA championship both as a coach and a player. Has he won in the and NHL? He hasn't won the NHL, but neither has Bruce Cassidy. So what's the point there? Okay, the point is you just said he's won at every level he's been at. Yeah, yeah Jim Montgomery minus the NHL. So he's- <laughs> <laughs> Now you sound like Shaq. I've won at every level but college and pro. Like so, and Cassidy's I, about to. It's it's two more wins. Like it's it's pretty much a lock at this point. So Murray, I hope you're right. I'm not convinced it's over. I'm See, not. I am. The, the Golden Knights look completely dialed in. This Florida team looks lost. They look outclassed. They're out there skating around madly, trying to dole out hits rather rather than trying to play effective hockey i just and and then the goalie thing like now they're lost at goalie which i didn't see coming bobrovsky the bubbles burst on him they got lion back in that game yesterday he stinks too so it's going to take some sort of crazy readjustment here or some magic to happen over these next couple of games i just don't see it happening see now the goalie i agree with you on if i were florida i'd be that's the biggest thing i'd be worried about and the other thing is the the advantage the bruins i thought had over florida on d Vegas has. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Size, too. Yeah. Vegas has a big defense, a big advantage there. Big, big advantage on defense. I thought the Bruins had the same advantage, but their defensemen crap their pants. I don't think Vegas' defense is crapping their pants. And Petrangelo and Martinez and, like, hell, we saw it here with Petrangelo when he played for the Blues. He's a moose. So I, I just think that maybe that's going to be the difference, is that they have defensemen that aren't going to crap their pants. Sam's in a car. Sam, go. Hey, guys, great show. But uh, I've been preaching that uh, for I don't know how long with your show, which is size, size and nasty. That Florida thought they were just going to come up against Vegas and just start pushing around like they did everyone else. And they got another thing coming. Look what happened to Gudis last night. He laid someone out, but then he got laid out and didn't come back. Vegas is not afraid of them. They're every bit their size, and they can be every bit nasty. I'm glad That's he, what I have, boys. I'm glad he mentioned that. Both Gudas and uh, and Montour getting steamrolled in that game last night, where they were doing the steamrolling to the other teams, including the Bruins, through this whole run. This is I was really looking forward to this finals. I said on Saturday with Gasper, like I, you know, I want the Cassidy thing because of the spite spite angle to make the Bruins look bad because they deserve that for firing him last year. I thought it was premature, but I've enjoyed watching Florida post that Bruins series. They've been they've been fun to watch. Florida's been fun to watch. And the, they, I agree. Is they, what I'm yeah. And now these two games, they look like a, they look like the, the team that barely squeaked into the playoffs. I don't know. It's crazy. That layoff definitely hurt them, too. I think that's part of it. I would agree. I, I just I believe in their will. And if I don't see a pushback in the next game, well, it's over anyway. I did, too. That get, They got killed last night. <laughs> like That wasn't even close. I'll tell you, that fourth goal that Vegas scored, we played it earlier. I'll spare you. The, the Mark Stone goal. Yeah. The one he assisted on. Yeah, yeah. The if if you if you're a hockey fan and you haven't seen that play, he loses the stick in the zone. Watch what he does to Montour. He pushes him out of the zone, to, and he's got to get a stick, so he can't leave the zone. When he does, he takes a member of the Panthers with him. Is what he did. He basically did that to get out of the zone. Yeah. His team can play four on four. He gets a stick and gets back in the play and sets up the goal. I thought that was a great freaking play. What a play! That was a hockey player's play. He understood, I got to take this guy out with me. I got to take him out with me. 
I mean, it was brilliant. Tony's in Worcester. Tony, go. Hi, Maz. All you do is whine about the Red Sox, True. especially the ownership. But that didn't stop you from uh, announcing games last year, so you're a hypocrite. No, that's Ooh. true. Oh, you got him, Tony. Which actually goes back to my the whole live uh, PGA thing from earlier. You always take the money, stupid. Uh, I'm probably, probably am a hypocrite. You know this? They didn't bring me back. I think you. Yeah, had, but you took the money last year, and rightfully I, you know, so. You always I, take the money. I was about to say. I think he's had one of the best one and dones ever. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's true. Right. You, uh, would you want to be doing these games this year? No. <laughs> That's one of the best one and dones of all time. I missed it at the beginning of the year. I would like to get back in there someday, but I something tells me that's probably not going to happen. I mean, I think I would take a, a more aggressive approach. I don't think I was aggressive enough, if you want the truth. But oddly enough, that's probably why I'm not there. Can you imagine if I'd been more aggressive? I wish you had. And uh, I've been whining and bitching about the Red Sox for 20 years. Long, long time. 20 years. Mm. I, never, I never said I hated the people who wouldn't take the money. I just get pissed at the team for playing like a bunch of jackasses. Uh, Phil in a car on the Bruins. Go ahead. Hey, hey, man. You know, when Neely was playing, there was nobody as passionate and angry and, and tough out there than Neely. And I don't see any of that being translated as he's moved up and into management. He seems almost like a wuss. Yeah, that's, I, I disagree there. I think there, there are times where you see it. I think Neely's still intense. You know, again, he's a lot older. Let's not, let's not forget about that, too. He's what? Is he mid-50s? Neely's got to be about my age. Yeah. He's got to so. be in his mid-50s. Okay? So uh, just by by default, he's going to mature and not be the psycho that he was when he was 25. 58. Okay. So there's that. And then do you watch him sometimes up in the box? Yeah, he's gunning bottles like a, yeah. a plastic water bottle so and play goes wrong, something and, like that. And gritting his teeth. And yeah. I also think this team did have a certain amount of intensity. Like I see it, I'm not telling you they were complete rollovers, but at the end of the day, you got to be borderline psycho to win the cup. And and back in 2011, they were borderline nuts. They were a borderline crazy team, and in a good way. I mean, they would fight through anything that team. The goaltender showed it too. Well, there's that. Chuck in a car. Chuck, what do you got? Yeah, I totally agree. I think the Bruins have completely lost that identity uh, that the old Bruins were. Um, I think they tried to get it back with Orloff and Hathaway, but they just they turned their nose to every kind of confrontation with Florida, and I think ultimately it cost them in the long run. Hey, Chuck, just out of curiosity, do you think they had that identity in the 80s? I mean, I was born in 88, so it's tough for me to say, Maz, uh, okay. but... Uh, you know, from, you know, growing up with them in the 90s, and, you know, that's what it was missing in the early 2000s for sure. Um, and I think they caught fire in 2011 with their goaltender, Tim Thomas, buying into it. And, uh, you know, just, you know, who scored in 2013 was Andrew Shaw, the guy that, you know, is that agitator to win that series for Chicago. And then what cost them against the Blues was size and the nastiness. So, you know, there's two cup runs that they've lost because of that, and then they get routed in the first round. Uh, by the Florida Panthers that, you know, out-nastied them. And hockey's just a nasty sport, just I got you. it is. Yeah, no, no, I got you. And uh, forgive me, I thought you were older than that because you sound older. Take that as a compliment. I would never have pegged you for someone. To, I, I'm just tired of the old-timers telling me the Bruins were always tougher in the 70s and the 80s. And they didn't win in those years either. So there is some sort of balance in there. They won in the early 70s. They probably should have won more because they were freaking loaded and they had the best player in the world. 
But there, there is some sort of balance here. It's not all about knocking everybody through the glass. So th- that's what you know. That's part of the Bruins mentality that's always pissed me off. Like what? You can't have a guy who just scores goals. Well, not allowed. Now, in the same breath, I'll tell you that five David Pasternak's are going to get run over. So there is some sort of happy medium in there. Uh, and I would agree that, you know, the, this team, for whatever reason, failed miserably. I say for whatever reason. I, I'm i not sure they were fully committed or as committed as they needed to be to win the thing. I also think they put too much emphasis on the regular season. But I'll take Cassidy's mentality any day of the week. Final word is next. Simplify your life and save money with FlexCar, the smart alternative to car ownership. You can save over $2,000 in upfront costs and 10 to 20% on your monthly car payment, insurance, maintenance, and more included. With FlexCar, you'll have the flexibility to choose the car and the plan that works for you. Say goodbye to car loans and hello to savings. Enter promo code AUDIO100 at FlexCar.com for 100 free miles when you sign up. Hey, it's, uh, it's Felger here. Now on Felger and Mads. It's the Word. Recapping this four-hour show in four minutes, which leads to the question, does it really need to be four hours long? No. When did, when did we just start doing this? Is this new? Just started today. Well, the final word. I uh, hate it. I hate the music. <laughs> I hate it. For the guaranteed lowest it. prices and tires, go to Town Fair Tire because nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Jimmy, play the old one tomorrow. It's time for wackiness. It's the final word. Here we go. You didn't listen to the four hours. Let's try to wrap it up. <laughs> it sounds like a game show. Yeah, I, I don't think I like it. Jazz hands. It does. Yeah. It sounds like you need jazz hands. <laughs> oh, it for blows. some wacky stuff. Well, uh, can we can we play it for Felger tomorrow? Hopefully he's not here. Just to get his yeah. natural yes. reaction yeah, to we it. Got it. Oh, my God. I hate it. I'm sorry. I'm with you. My oh. answer is, what the hell is this? Well, the final word today is, uh, <laughs> so I guess it's uh, my my feelings on Bill O'Brien. Oh, I'm oh this over a is bunch great. Of this is great. May I just say that uh, Bill O'Brien has never won anything in his life. <laughs> Joe Murray providing the ray of sunshine here today on Felger and Maz. But he had the Heisman Trophy winner two years in a row on Alabama and couldn't win. Like I just, I just, he never won with the Patriots with Tom Brady. He's never won. And yes, it looks better than the crap they put on the field last year. That's all you're going to hear today. When we talk to Bedard, I know he's going to say the offense looks way better right now. Because yes, you have a guy that's actually coached before, but he's won nothing. Look it up. He's won nothing. And I did not to cross sports, if I may. People feel the same way about Sam Cassell. He literally ruined the Texans. Like, they're still where they are because of him. He made terrible trades. Awful trades. He had Deshaun Watson on, under a rookie contract and couldn't win with him. Okay, but but Joe, those are now personnel decisions that you're yes, talking and, about, and, too. But that, and that's what I'm trying to say is him talking about anything of Bill O'Brien. Yes, he's worked well with the Brian Hoyers of the world and some other quarterbacks. I agree with you. There's too much pressure on Bill O'Brien. What's going to happen is is all you're going to hear is, well, it's much better than last year. Well, it looks much better than it did last year. Again, this is still Mac Jones, a quarterback we don't know about. It's still Bill Belichick who has a standard of how things should be done. This guy went behind the back of people last year, and that's still forgotten? Like Again, I I think there's a lot on Bill O'Brien's plate this year. 
But is it just to yell in people's faces and that's why they brought him in here? Or can he actually run an offensive scheme and can the offensive line block? Like, is he still that type of guy? Because, I don't know, their left tackles in Houston weren't good. Is it better than what we saw last year? Yes. <laughs> is everybody down there today going to say, oh, it looks so much better? Yes. Because, I don't know, he knows how to do his job. But has he won? No. And is that, isn't that what we all care about here? Don't you guys care about winning? I, I just I don't understand what's lost here. Oh, it looks better than last year. Woo! <laughs> For real, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on now. This is where we're at. We're happy about Bill O'Brien coming in and things being better. Yeah, because he's people, never won. The ooh and the hands he needed. It's more for TV, I feel like too. Again, I wish people could have seen the expression on his face. He looked pissed. He yeah. looked so pissed. He was angry. Joe was very, very angry. Uh, Jimmy Stewart, did Chris Cotillo show up yet? He is. He's right here. Oh, there we go. All right, just making sure he showed up. I was a little worried that I was going to have to do the whole next hour by myself. That was a little scary. In any case, baseball hour coming up next. Chris Cotillo of Mass Live in studio. We do a big picture assessment of the Red Sox 60 games into the season. Uh, Jim Murray, the happiest man in town, he'll be skipping. Uh, time for me to sit in traffic and drive real home. I'm time for me to leave. It's my final appearance on the show. The final word. Oh, it's all, I mean, the intro part, fine. This you got to be kidding me. I oh, I do. I hate it, Murray. I'm so Time with you. for the final word. <laughs> Bill sucks. Bill, Bill <laughs> O'Brien. Bill sucks. Bill O'Brien. Let's do some wacky bits to end the show today. <laughs> All right, I'm out of here. <laughs> Joe Murray's got your headlines. We'll catch you tomorrow. Who's going to be crowned the NBA's best? Not Boston. It's Denver or Miami. The fight for the title is on, and you can join the NBA Finals action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can place a $5 bet during the NBA Finals and score up to $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can take a shot at the bigger payouts with the DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, place your stepped-up same-game parlay by combining three or more bets from any NBA Finals game. Boost your NBA winnings with each leg you Add up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Sign up with the promo code SPORTSHUB. New customers can place a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SPORTSHUB. Hope is here. 800-327-5050 or gamblinghelplinema.org. Must be 21 plus. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com. Visibly present in Massachusetts. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Opt-in and 10 plus leg required. For 100% boost, eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. AIR now has two premier cannabis dispensaries in the greater Boston area. AIR Back Bay is conveniently located in the heart of Boston at 827 Boylston Street across from the Prudential Center, serving adult-use customers. Or check out AIR Watertown, located near Watertown Square at 48 North Beacon Street, serving medical patients and adult-use customers. Our team is eager to help you choose from a wide assortment of premium cannabis products. Join us in the AIR, spelled A-Y-R, in Back Bay, Watertown, or online. Please consume responsibly. This product may cause impairment and may be habit-forming. There may be health risks associated with consumption of this product. This product has not been analyzed or approved by the Food and Drug Administration. There is limited information on the side effects of using this product, and there may be associated health risks. Marijuana use during pregnancy and breastfeeding may pose potential harms. It is against the law to drive or operate machinery when under the influence of this product. Keep this product away from children. There may be health risks associated with the consumption of this product. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. The impairment effects of edible marijuana may be delayed by two hours or more. In case of accidental ingestion, contact Poison Control Hotline at 1-800-222-1222 or 911. This product may be illegal outside of Massachusetts. Massachusetts State License Number MR283946, MR283886, Watertown Medical License Number RMD325. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using the promo code WBZMASS and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Massachusetts only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. Play it smart from the start with GameSense. GameSenseMA.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-327-5050 or visit GamblingHelplineMA.org in partnership with MGM Springfield.